what is Austin going to look like in 2040? The metropolitan area's population is going to double. All signs point to Austin getting bigger and busier. Just the influx of companies, uh, the need for space, uh, the need for capital for investors who want to own real estate in the community. Condos still under construction in South Austin? <laughs> They're already sold out. Welcome to Deconstruct. I'm your host, Isabella Farr, and today we're headed to Texas. Over the last year, the state has seen unprecedented growth. Tech firms have flocked to Austin. Home buyers are swarming to major metros. And the real deal is getting in on the action. Last month, we launched our coverage of the Lone Star State. This week, to kick off the new year, reporter Susanna Cavanaugh looks at the factors driving at what may be the hottest market in the nation and how developers are grabbing a piece of the Frito pie. People like the big style. People like the big bulkiness. Texas is about bulkiness, bigness. Cars, homes, everything bigger. You ever heard the, you ever heard the sayings, everything's bigger in Texas? Sure you have. And the population growth that the Lone Star State has seen is right on brand. Since Texas entered the Union in the middle of the 19th century, census records show the state's population has ballooned, adding millions of new Texans in each subsequent decade. In the 2010s, Texas pooled the most new residents in the nation. And then came the pandemic. COVID kind of accelerated the process. This is Luis Torres, a research economist at the Texas Real Estate Research Center at Texas A&M University. The pandemic, the idea that you can work from home, cost of movement of people into Austin and other other parts of the, of, the, of the state of Texas. Texas is one of the states that drew New Yorkers and Californians who were looking to move to more space or cheaper living during the pandemic. The state is touted for its parks, outdoor activities, and the weather's not bad either. But we saw that movement of people, companies into Austin, into Texas, even before COVID. Definitely, I think they played a role before COVID was the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, right? The act was signed into law at the end of 2017, and it cut individual income and corporate taxes nationally. However, the policy had an outsized impact in, you guessed it, Texas. Texans saw their household income taxes slashed by $1,400 on average, and wealthy Texans reaped an even bigger share of that break. Overall, Texas is a pretty great state to be wealthy. The state's constitution forbids personal income taxes, which is a tantalizing draw for wealthy New Yorkers who saw a tax raise for millionaires last year, or Californians. The state had previously held the highest tax rate for those making more than one million. California, right? New York, especially in this case, California. I think that was an incentive there that created the idea that let's move into another state where there's no state income tax. You know, California, the price of a house is, you know, still probably three times double than what is in Texas. I think that was a major move. And again, the, the, upper, the opportunity, you know, the economic opportunity here in Austin, it's a thriving, growing economy that has a lot of opportunities for a lot of people. Texas is also exceptionally friendly to business. Corporate income tax is extremely low, as are regulations. Coupled with the lack of personal income tax, the environment has ruptured the tech hub that is Silicon Valley. Austin in particular has attracted Tesla, Oracle, and Samsung, Plus, famously, Tesla CEO Elon Musk himself. 
if you you'll see the comments that Elon Musk made, right? But he announced the big move to Tesla Planet Austin. He mentioned taxes, right? No, they're taxing me. Regulation is crazy over here. And I think you see that from a lot of people, a lot of companies. Here's a February 2021 report from Austin's ABC affiliate KVUE. Texas is the leading destination for companies relocating from other states, adding a thousand new residents a day. In many cases, they're moving here because their companies decided to move here first. And some companies get big incentives from local government. It's hard to ignore the draw here in Central Texas. From health to wealth to technology and beyond, Austin has created a business climate that is as diverse as the landscape that surrounds it. In 2020, during the pandemic, 109 Austin-based companies announced plans to expand operations and 45 companies from outside of Texas announced plans to move here. One of the biggest, Tesla. Construction of the 7.9 million square foot gigafactory is well underway. When complete, it will employ 5,000 people. Apple continues to build its second campus here, also expected to employ 5,000 people. Austin has nine active incentive agreements, totaling more than $112 million. Those incentives shake out to rebates on property taxes. KVUE reported that Samsung, which is building a new chip factory in Austin, could see a $805 million rebate if it creates at least 1,800 six-figure jobs. Apple, Tesla, and Samsung are set to receive even more incentives from the county. And it's very expensive to move companies. I mean, extremely expensive. The cost of a relocation, the cost of all these other things, it's, it's crazy expensive. But the thing is, is people are really realizing that it is worth it. That's Jacob Sudoff. He is the CEO of Douglas Element, Texas. The brokerage firm opened in Houston in 2019, months before the pandemic started. It was looking to get in on high demand among buyers and developers who were looking to build. Sudoff said while Austin has defined itself as a tech capital, other key cities in the state, Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, and San Antonio, which all make up the Texas Triangle, have carved out their own industrial niches. You see Dallas uh, really having a very different dynamic. North Dallas is really becoming like the financial uh, hub of the South. And so you've got like folks like Goldman Sachs relocating there from New Jersey. You, I mean, we see a lot more New Yorkers actually going to Dallas than actually even Austin. And San Antonio is really getting the benefits of Austin because now you have a lot of policemen and teachers and everyone who are living in Austin or who were living in Austin that now sold their home, made a profit, a huge profit, and now moved to San Antonio and commute into Austin. And San Antonio is booming as a result of it as well. In Houston, where Sudoff is based, there's big oil. So whenever we hit about $100 a barrel, Houston has double-digit appreciation in its land. Even though the Houston market is much more diversified than just oil anymore, it's really energy and medical and, and many other things. And according to Sudoff, this influx of business is just the beginning. I met with the governor's office, his economic development group, and they literally still have a huge pipeline of companies that are in the process of making the announcements and the move to Texas. And it is still a record-breaking number in the history of Texas. So what does all that economic growth and surging population mean for real estate? Oh my gosh, the pricing. It's going, I mean, we've never seen, like on the condominium side of things, Houston is moving up on a nice kind of steady pace, but Austin just boom. You know, no one would have expected the prices to be what they are. We have pricing in Austin that now will compare to New York City and LA and Miami on both condos and on single family homes. 
At the end of the third quarter, prices on single-family homes in Austin were up 33% year-over-year. That's according to a report by real estate group Texas Realtors. And across Texas, median home prices peaked at over $300,000 in October, which broke a record. That's according to a Texas A&M report that Torres authored. That growth amounts to 15% appreciation year over year. We've seen it in all the different price ranges, but we specifically seen it at the half a million and above the price market. Right now, Austin, one third of the home sales that go through the multiple listing services sold at a price higher than half a million. I know for California, New York, you're like, oh, Luis, come on. I know, not to be not impressed. That's really cheap, right? But for Texas, no, no, no. I I look at the data and it's incredible. You know, the composition of the housing sales by price. And that appreciation is not limited to Austin. Across Texas, sales of luxury homes are pushing up median prices. With the market for lower priced houses so tight, buyers are flooding the luxury market. So I moved to Houston in 2010. It was right as the, you know, the real estate bubble had burst and we were coming out of it. I was able to ride the wave of the market coming back and we did very, very well. Before the pandemic, condos in Texas were doing very well. Houston, Austin, and Dallas doing well. But during the pandemic, it all slowed down, especially the first year across the board, except for non-luxury condos in Austin were still selling. First time home buyers and those kind of things, those guys were still buying. And then come the beginning of last year, 2021, man, the luxury condos just boomed. The price appreciation has pushed some Texas natives to shop for homes outside of the Texas Triangle. Others have turned to rentals. But for most buyers, the rising prices aren't a deterrent. There's just so many buyers for the Austin market that, yes, people are deterred by it, but there's others that are just completely fine with it. So, And because there's such a lack of product as well. There's just not enough housing is the problem. Austin was never designed uh, to be a major metroplex. I mean, not, not in it with its current infrastructure. And it's now going to become that no matter what. The demand for homes is reshaping the Texas landscape to more closely resemble those high-density markets that most prospective buyers are fleeing. A lot more high-rises are coming to the entire state and in the four major markets, right? So high-rises are now coming where before there's only a few years, now there's like, you know, tons of them. But the second thing is the size of our projects. In Texas, just five years ago, a big project was 250 to $350 million. Today, we have multiple projects that are well over a billion dollars in almost every market, billion dollar projects all the time. And that's New York standards. They are now fitting multiple asset types in one location and going much higher. And I think we're going to continue to see that trend where the projects get much larger in both volume but also in density and much more condensed into these urban areas, especially in Austin. So prices are rising, buildings are going higher, and projects are growing larger. Three factors that create an ideal market for bigger firms to buy and build. Given the appreciation of home prices, some firms are dialing in on rentals. Kushner Properties closed on three Houston multifamily buildings last month, part of its Sunbelt expansion. And LA-based Tide Equities, which just grabbed another rental property in Dallas, had spent $1.5 billion on acquisitions in 2021. Sudoff says developers seeing the demand are also following the money. We've actually been in talks or met with or whatever, some of the biggest developers in the country, and a lot of them from New York or L.A., Chicago, Miami, all coming to Texas now. It's really been interesting to see how many folks from New York City are now moving here from the real estate development scene. Austin and Dallas and even San Antonio, it's hard to get an architecture firm or a, 
uh, sometimes a broker to return your phone call because <laughs> everyone's so busy. Well, now it's starting to spread to Houston. And the catalyst for that scramble to build is the economic boom we've talked about. The problem with Austin is there's more jobs than there are homes being built. And so that's a problem. It's a wonderful problem to have, but it is a problem. You've got Oracle, you've got Google, you've got Apple, all these companies that have their campuses under construction that won't deliver till next year or till 2025. So none of those people actually live here yet. It's crazy to think about how many more people have to move here to fill up those office buildings. Luis Torres said the issues blocking supply are numerous. However, there's an easy device to remember them. It goes back to the famous L's, right? The famous five L's that home builders have been facing. Lumber prices, uh, they went up a lot, they went down, but now they're up again a little bit. Labor issues, loss for development. I think that's also been an issue after the Great Recession. And that comes to the other L, lending for lot development. After the Great Recession, the access to, to financing to develop lots was affected. And I think that has affected the ability of new lots for new home construction. The fifth and final is the loss of regulation. I think they change a little bit in affecting the home builders. That's a major headwind going forward. I don't think they're going to be able to catch up with the current demand they're facing. But the city has also seen innovation. Icon, which is a 3D home building firm, bypassed some of those problems by printing single-family homes. It just entered a contract with Lennar to bring 100 affordable houses to the outskirts of Austin. That type of development doesn't have to deal with the issues of labor or lumber shortages because the homes don't really require either. Here's KVUE again. Icon CEO and co-founder Jason Ballard says these homes take only about a week to make but are more efficient and stronger than a traditional home. Solutions for the housing shortage aside, Torres expects the staggering increases home prices have seen to normalize somewhat in 2022. So think about 40 percent, 30 percent year over year growth rate. That's a really high rate of home prices and it's unsustainable. Sudoff still expects appreciation over the next several years, but not at the same clip. And Zillow, which named Austin the top housing market in the country in 2021, has actually echoed some of Torres's predictions. Here's KVUE one last time. Zillow, the real estate company, predicts Austin will drop from the number one hottest housing market, falling down to number 10. I'm not <laughs> mad about it. I'm like, I, I think people just gave up. They're like, we can't <laughs> afford it. Peace out. <laughs> Deconstruct airs every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Or you can listen at therealdeal.com. For comments on this episode or on the series, feel free to reach me or Susanna at podcasts at therealdeal.com. Next week, we're looking at cheap old houses.